The, the, the dream is real. Ladies and gentlemen, it is your lifestyle specialist, Kenny Burns, reporting live from Loveland. I wish we were still at the Uncle Nears, Nears Green Distillery because we had a time this weekend. Big shout out to my brother Keith Weaver, the entire nation, Farm Weaver, Victoria Edie Butler Burns. I love you so much. And I just want to tell you a little, a little testimony. She hugged me and kissed me on my mouth uh, this weekend, and I just felt all the ancestry in the spirit of Uncle Nears. All right, let me just get that to you in your face. All right, without further ado, we're gonna, we gonna start off episode 25, Gender Roles. Ladies and gentlemen, Gender Roles. This is gonna be a powerful conversation today. So I put together some spiritual advisors, people that are actually in relationships in real life and have loved on their people for a long, long time. Could you do me a favor and start putting your hands together for the illustrious panel of superstars? First, I'd like to highlight the beautiful Kendra Coco Burns on the motherfucking mic. What's happening, baby? Not much. How yeah, are you? Yeah, the dream is motherfucking real. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want the applause to keep going for my brother from another mother, Michael Angelo, host of the After Show. Yeah, yeah, on the Glorious too. Yeah, with your beautiful wife. You know what I'm saying? Now you got some information for the nation today. And last but not least, my light-skinned sister from another mister. Put your hands together for the beautiful Shelly be from D.C. Shelly, what's happening? Good afternoon, everybody. Yeah, she was just giving me the middle finger because she's not playing no games with me today. I don't know what I did. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, I was inspired last week um, because I saw a lot of energy around gender role. And that is a conversation we often have here with the nation. And it's because we have a lot of strong individuals, male, female, uh, bi-male, female. Is it bi-male? What is it? Binary? What is it? Okay, them. You know what I'm saying? And, and we just have thoughtful conversations about who running what. Okay? And um, I don't personally think it has anything to do with running anything in a relationship. All right, round of applause for myself. Uh, get out your own way. Start your relationship off right. No, there's no one dominant species in said relationship. Uh, but I do think it's about a great partnership. But I do want to talk about gender roles because um, when I started my relationship 20-something years ago, I think it's almost 26 years we've been together, you know, I look at there were role thoughts in my mind. There were role thoughts in my mind because I was raised by beautiful black superhero queens. I was taught to take care of a woman in every sense of the word. And it was, you know, uh, it was a passed down thing. I think, I think in my family they tried, although most did not succeed ultimately with the goal in the, in the finish line of it all, of the relationship. But the, the thought of man takes care of woman, woman takes care of man, and you both have roles, right? So my thought process for roles was that I was to provide whatever the situation called for. If we were going to have kids and you want to stay home with the kids, I would provide that. Actually, in my mindset, I would much rather than be home and have some strangers with my children. I mean, that's just how I was going because I was in a business that I saw a lot of fuckery and I didn't want no smoke. When we had to come home, bust that gun. Okay, and then, you know, you get into it and you realize, okay, well, we started out, Jessica was working, I wasn't working. All right, little story time for you motherfucker. Yeah, I was in between figuring it out. You know what I mean? I did the party thing in college. I was a single black man out here, you know what I'm saying, doing what I do with my crew, huh? Running run amok, 
Uh, and then I went to the music business, and I was in the music business. I'm doing all this stuff. Met Jessica. I'm in. I'm at Motown Records. I'm flying. I'm living in Brooklyn, by the way, y'all. And I'm going back and forth. And she ain't had no winter coat. That's another episode. So I bought her North Face, and then we doing all this stuff. You know, she lived in Chicago. Baby, you ain't got no. You got a leather jacket, baby. Where, where is your winter coat? It's a long story short, <laughs> huh? We decide that we gonna make this a thing. You feel me? And you know, I don't know where I was going with the story, but I feel like. Y'all should know we had like kind of roles set in place. She was working, she was going to work. I had actually, when I met her, was working, but then I wasn't working. I'm gonna move, let's move to Atlanta. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start figuring it out again. We're gonna do whatever. End up moving to LA. The point is, she started out working. She didn't stay working, right? We started having babies. She wanted to be at home. Mind you, Jessica ain't want no kids at first, by the way. That's a whole nother episode. But anyway, so child, you know what I'm saying, became the best mother and partner. But I wanna know what y'all think. We, we literally go into these relationships with ideas of who's gonna be responsible for what. You can say they are gender roles, but what, what do y'all feel about the gender roles as we knew it growing up? Because I want people that are younger thinking about getting in relationships to kind of see what we saw or hear what we heard. Gender roles are cultural and personal, mm. I think now. Mm. Um, they absolutely come from the culture of race. Right. Um, you know, I, I think it is different in, in every race and every household. Mm. Um, my gender role, learning what was, it was extremely different from everybody else. Like whose name is on the deed to the house? Yeah. You know, yeah. E even with that. And I, and I know personally whose name was when our house was built, uh, my family home. That was my mother's house. Wow. And she went around the house saying that? This is my house? No. Oh, okay. No. Just want to see if there was no. any smoke going on. You know, when people start throwing out there, I did and I would, I said, it's in my name. And now what? Now, now later on towards the, the, the divorce that was <laughs> then that came out. Okay. Yeah, I, think it, I think it's cultural. I think it's, it's personal now. Now, 20 years ago, absolutely not. Right. Kendra, you were about to say my love? No, I, I absolutely agree, agree with uh, what Shelly said, but... Um, it's changed nowadays because yeah. nowadays some people have to have two incomes. It depends on your lifestyle. It depends on your income. Facts. It depends on if you have kids or not. So whatever works for your family, that's what you have to do. Some some people are entrepreneurs like yourself was at that time. Right. And you were in between jobs. And then some people, you know, they have a corporate job. So that's, you know... You know how much you're gonna make every week or every two weeks, right. and so forth. In entrepreneurship, that can go up and down. Facts. So whatever works for your family, I think that's what you should do. Yeah, I'm still in between jobs. I just saved a little and invested well. You know, top my the dream is real. Uh, Michael how you feel about that, brother? Because I know you. We from D.C. Being from D.C., it was like you know, Chocolate City and black family was prevalent. We were told that you're gonna do this, but we saw a lot of the other. But how was your experience? Yeah, for me, it was it was both ways. Like my, I live, I grew up with my grandparents, right? And okay. Both, both of them worked worked for the government, but that's where it ended. Like when it went at home, it was a clear distinction of who did what, and it stayed consistent that way. Yeah. Um, and I also seen where you know whoever my father chose to be with at the time, how they was doing things at, at the, the time. So he was outside. He just had oh, he, he had that revolving door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my daddy. Come on. So, Papa was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. But when he died. When he died all the 
2620 t-shirt. Damn. God damn. Oh, the, oh, you had to give it to him first. I, okay, so this is why this is why you on the show. Because you are smart. You are intelligent, Michelangelo. And I love you in real life. Host of the after show. Absolutely. Yeah, so now, today, <laughs> what's going on today, man, I I feel sorry for for what's happening in the future for these kids, uh, mm. my kids included, because I don't know if they're going to be subject to what's going on or versus what we're trying to show them. Because yeah. what we're trying to show them is it's about being together and doing whatever you need to do for the sake of family. each other's sanity yeah. and family. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so, but outside, they're telling them, oh no, do your own thing and, and, you know, and worry about yourself. And it's like, well, when you get with somebody, things need to change a little bit in order for the longevity and for the family to grow. Yeah. So I'm kind of scared of how society is building these kids up to be versus how we trying to show them because it's different. Yeah. It's different. I mean, look, they got songs about killing your significant other when they do wrong. Okay. They just, Jeez. it's just things that today, we're going to get into today, but I want to stay back in the air a little bit because, you know, you said something about Big Mama. You know, I think for me, even, you know, my grandmother, the matriarch, you know what I mean? Told me all things she knew, wishful things for me, things she wanted for our family, you know what I'm saying? And you had that that nucleus. I don't even know, like, how this dynamic of your grandparents and involvement, and, like, the disrespect I see first and foremost is that, I mean, it would have never happened in our day. And I'm sure there were some, some people that jumped off the ledge, got that switch, Got that gun pulled on on. I mean, I'm talking about depending on who who was your who was in your family, you was gonna get some real gangster <laughs> shit. Cause you go down in the country with my uncle Jordan and them, and, and, and you could just get pull up and somebody just got shot for doing something. To, I'm talking about family member. <laughs> this this is by King's Dominion. My people, you know, I still got some acres down there. You want, y'all want to buy some land? So I think I got seven. Leo got seven. It's fourteen if it's for sale. But my point is, you know, like Uncle Jordan, they was burning the grass. You'd be like, why is he burnt? Like it looks like the whole house about to catch on fire because he don't want to mow the lawn. You know, it's just just that mentality. You feel me? <laughs> You, you feel what I'm saying? Shoot, shoot a motherfucker. Shoot your husband in the stomach because he made you mad. Like shit, like that. But I'm just saying. Yeah. The things that went on in our day, they wouldn't get away with. These kids a day would die. These kids, <laughs> I mean, not literally, but literally. Like it, it's just the things, some things, the disrespect. And I, I think honestly, those roles in the house are be. You know, I think it happens because of those roles in the house not being there. And I say that to say, like, even my mother, being a single mother. Right, she had friends that will knock my motherfucking head off. You know what I'm saying? For any type of disrespect. And not, not that I, I was not even that type of person, but I remember what I lived in my Aunt Simone. Big shout out to my Aunt Simone. Ain't my real auntie, but she hit me in my face like my auntie. I'm telling you, I was walking through the screen door, hit the screen door. I was like, fuck! Why they keep this motherfucking door with something? I was like, oh shit! I'm levitating, <laughs> you know what I mean? But just, and I'm not saying put your hands on people because I wish that we had more communicative ways to, to, to discuss disagreements growing up with our elders. But since we're now the elders, we can understand why. But, 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 but now we the elders, we can understand why. We, I know why. I know why you can't talk shit to older motherfuckers. Being a youngin' back in the day, I know why you just can't be on the street saying what you want to say. You get your head knocked off. You gonna get shot in the face, like so, you know. But what do y'all? How do y'all feel about the dynamics of disrespect? And I, I think it comes from, you know, not having any roles because the lines are blurred, you know. Because, and and not that, not that, 
and I want to specify this. Not that women can't be the enforcers like the fathers were, but I think it's a more comfortable role for fathers. And I think it's a more comfortable mm-hmm. role because of the dynamic of the you know um, maternal gifts that black women yeah, nurturing. bring. Yeah, the, the maternal gifts. It's, it's bigger than nurturing. There's some other understanding. But, but how do y'all feel about that? You know, I think the gender role comes with a lot of trauma in a sense, right. especially the era that, that we grew up in. Um, you know, our parents were and, and our grandparents were a part of, you know, what we know is, is the civil rights movement. Right. And so, you know, even seeing women marching in heels, we were like, girl, you march from Alabama with them little heels on. And Pinky everything. toe fell off. My pinky toe was hurting watching uh, yeah, that, the prize. That era of pinky toes was a disaster, too. We're just going to put that out there. It's okay. But we appreciate you walking in those marches. Thank you. But the, the gender roles, you know, everybody's gender role is is how they grew up. Right. Um, what they learned from, you know, Big Mama. I, I know with my, um, my mother's parents, um, both educated, you know, my grandparents, both educated, entrepreneurs, um, and people would come to my um, grandparents' motel lodge in, in Tennessee and say, oh, well, the housekeeper was so nice. And they would say, uh-uh, baby, that's the owner. <laughs> talk that talk. Talk that that's talk. Big mama own thing around here. Big mama, little, that's little Dorothy. Uh, she's one of the owners. And then I looked at you know my grandparents on, on my father's side and my grandmother was stay at home. And she was, you know, dinner on the table by a certain time. And my grandfather worked at the shipyard. And so understanding those gender roles, you know, made me who I am today. I know when to be a harder woman or when to be a softer woman. Mm. And that's because I've personally learned how to do that. Now, sometimes it crossed the line a little bit. And I had to act like a <clears throat> full on niggas out in these, in these streets. Right. Pull that um, Feel me? And if, and if you know, you know. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> what I see now is that this generation, they don't understand gender roles because there's so much trauma inside of their households. Hold on. And, let me, let me ask you, though. So so did it feel comfortable when you had to, like you just said, I'm not saying this, ladies. Shelly said it. When you had to feel like you had to act like a man, did, did it did it feel did it, did it feel did it feel OK? It did not. Okay. It did not. Getting because um, I'm the only girl in my family. You know, I have male cousins. I have brothers. And for me to have to step into that role, I didn't feel protected. Right. I felt like I had to do it on my own. Got it. And as a woman, it was like, I don't I don't like that feeling. Yeah. I don't want to have to be on, on, on 10 and watch where I'm moving and... And, and doing yeah. all that. And yeah, I grew up in the air of the go-go's at the Ibex and at the black hole and all of that. And we were protected. Yeah. You know, just going to work, you're protected right. by the bus driver or just yes. the people on the street because you live in the neighborhood for how many ever years? That today, it's not the same. And that's that's why I want to have this conversation. Because mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. feel like the youngins today are uncomfortable with who they think they have to be. With, they're uncomfortable with who they think they have to be. What were we about to say, Mike? No, I was agreeing for sure. They are. And it, it's a lot of insecurities now because of the of, of things not being passed down the right way, especially gender roles. Like going back to it, like right now the hot thing is like Phil was just saying, like, you know, hard and soft life. Everybody's it's a lot of hard ass women out here that want a soft life. Hey, listen, like, bro. How? I'm talking about hard life. This 
Ill. <laughs> like ill. You know, spell that ill. <laughs> and for no re for no I was I have to say I was watching and I the internet, ooh, I'm I'm we're gonna go on a fast <laughs> together, y'all. We're gonna pick times of the day we check in, cause in the morning we gotta get our thing going. We're gonna wait till like 2 30, 3 o'clock before we look at it again. And then maybe once before then, then we could have motherfucker off at seven. So we about to have the, the, the nation, we about to go on a, a cleanse. But the point I'm trying to make, and especially if you make money, I know why we gotta do it at least three times. That's why I say it three times. I'm not talking about no more than three times a day. But it was so disgusting the way the girl was reading the dude. And it was not like a woman saying, well, I'm such and such and whoopty whooped and 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 it's because of this and this is just what it is. It was that's the fuck the fuck problem with you motherfucker. I was like, baby, hold on. You don't yep. talk like and, and I'm not listen, you can talk however you wanna talk. Don't play with it, don't play with it, don't play with it. You can sound like a man. I just wanna walk neck nigga on the tongue all day. <laughs> and it's cool. You sound like a man. Now don't be mad at me, cause you're so aggressive. You sound and are acting like a man. But what you will not do is you won't discredit other people for doing the same shit you motherfucking doing. You won't be mad when you don't get the man you want cause the nigga scared of your motherfucking ass. All right? He's, he's scared of you. He don't know what's gonna happen cause the nigga don't want a real man that wants a relationship with a woman don't want no man on Tuesdays, Fridays, and Sunday nights. They want a no woman. Life. You could turn up, you could cuss us out, you could say all the disrespectful shit you want in the way that you don't push us all the way away. But let me tell you one thing you're not gonna do, you're not gonna act like no man. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna act like no man. Kendra, I know you got something to say, Coco, talk to me. I mean, I think that some women have gotten tough like that because they weren't able to depend on a man. So they were only able to, to depend on themselves. So they had to be a little rough. Mm. Um, I grew up in a in a single mother household. Actually, it was me, my mother, and my grandmother in the household. Um, my grandmother was more like the nurturer. And my mom was a little rough because she had to raise boys and girls. Yeah, no, I get it. Strength, and so though. We, and so me, as a single teen mom, and going into my own household, I'm raising a boy, so I had only example I had was to be a little tough, right? Because I didn't want my boy to be weak, right? And so um, until I got married and was able to relinquish some of those responsibilities, um, I was rough. I was a little tough. Yeah, I fought boys and girls. Yeah, and you think you're tough? I know. I see. Listen, this is one of the things I love about you. It's one things I love about you and one things I love about Tiffany. You are strong black women, but you see the type of blue, black, light-skinned nigga I am, right? I like to break you down to be the best version of yourself. You know, and I say that with love because, and that's why I created this, and Shelly, you all, right, this is a, we need a whole episode for me and you. But the, the, the thing I'm trying to say is like, you are strong. Being rough and tough have nothing to do with strength. 
You understand what I'm saying? And because you thought you had to be rough and tough for so long, you diluted a lot of the things that just made you the superhero. You are not diluting the strength that don't exist, but diluting in the, in, the, in the strength of how you needed to exist. You know what I'm saying? Like in that moment, raising your child as a teenager, both you and Tiffany, this way y'all got a lot of similar dynamics. Point being, I see that in these young girls all day long, but it ain't even situational like it was for you, teenage mother. It's music, it's culture, it's yeah. the influence that we never had, honestly. We were, and that's all, they, they, these young be trying to have conversations about it was tough, no, it's tough. That's why when you say the word tough or rough, I'm looking at these, like these young when they say like, you're talking about tough. Or you, boy, girl, get get on your head. You you have no clue what it took to be somebody in in our in our generation. And I'm at that point. I was trying not to be like back in the day. You know, you don't never want to be that motherfucker. You never want to be the. <laughs> I, I remember when we, you know, but but it's true because you're groveling and crying and bitching about things you have control over. People like myself, Tiffany, Kendra, Shelly B, everybody in the name, we now just getting control of our lives. We in our 40s. Nah, that's I'm talking about full control. We know who we are. We're gonna get what we came for. The dream's motherfucking real. And we okay, but at the same time, these motherfuckers, they just, it baffles me because when I hear the rap music and, and hear the disrespect. And then you, and we, you know, we old enough, like I said, oh, last episode we was elders. We, we old enough to see the message, you know, when the message in culture changes. We were around with the, don't push me because I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. Then to, you know what I'm saying? They ain't, you know, to the to the to the hypest, most happiest, we getting money songs in the world. Can nobody hold me down? But now they don't even celebrate life. <laughs> they, I mean, we went nope. from close to the edge to goddamn Benjamins. Listen, look at all of the the Instagram accounts, and I think we really are going to do a fast of of social. No, 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 um, no, no. We about to have a countdown. Okay. And we're going to get on it. We're going to get on it, get it, and get the fuck off. But please continue. I mean, I'm the person that says good morning or good night. <laughs> so, Facts. You are. Literally. Beautiful visuals. But, you know, thank you. You're so talented. Um, why are there so many pages out there that are now selling our femininity? Because <sighs> it don't our, exist. Our masculinity. Like, there are pages out there of quotes. Like, these folks are getting 13,000 plus likes a day on a quote of something that I already knew. That you live. You're te you're telling me I have to be feminine? I know I got to put some lotion on these rough elbows in the morning. <laughs> and light-skinned people do get ashy, ladies and gentlemen. But I want to tell y'all, I seen a commercial. This is how they dumb men down. They had a Bud Light. I think commercial of the dude getting in the tub to watch the motherfucking game. I just, oh, I said, I, now listen, it's nothing wrong with drinking to be in the tub watching the game. You, but you putting this image, now, and it might be the, the, the gender role I've accepted. Okay, I'm a man. I might take a bath, but you ain't finna see me in no motherfucking bubbles with no beard watching the game. No. Huh? And it's like, oh. but, but, but ladies and gentlemen, we, and we're going to talk, we're going to have a big Russia 
China discussion next episode. So get ready for that. But when I tell you they are dumbing America down in the mental warfare has begun. When I tell you that status quo now has become to demean all the gender roles we were taught in the good side of the gender roles. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, gender has everything to do with your superpower. Gender has everything to do with your superpower. And gender role is your responsibility as a man or woman to pass down the innate superpowers that you possess. It is not about, I'm supposed to be a housewife with an apron on and this, that, and third. It ain't about none of that. It never was. It's about accepting the role that you've taken in this relationship. That's Take it. this motherfucking role as you, as a man, as a woman, and grow, build, nurture, create, finance. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it just it bothers me, y'all, because this is bigger than our households. You, you got to look at how men. What power you got? You gonna have? And please do not let this go over your head. We're the most powerful nation in the world because we've set ourselves up as such. Let's get past all the bullshit. Yes, they're greedy. Yes, systemically we've been you know, suppressed forever. But do you want to live in China? Do you want to live in Russia? Over the last 40 years specifically, have we not started to take our place in this world as creators, as people who are, I mean, sorry, hundreds of years as far as creators, but the last 40 years as far as getting to the billionaire status, getting to the money and finance opportunity status, that means you have relationships that you know people, that know people that can get to the money to amplify your dreams. Have we not? And so now, in the most glorious time in the black history of the United States of America, we might be looking at World War III. When we finally get to the table of opportunity, we gonna get to the brink of war. And, I, and I just, that's why the next episode is China and Russia. Y'all see, just yesterday they had someone on the internet about uh, Xinjiang and goddamn Putin talking about, we about to see the most historic whatever last night. Well, what they talking about? They don't care nothing about nothing but, and that's the problem, y'all. The roles have been fucking destroyed. These men are supposed to be lead and protect. They've become communist dictators, and they don't let women have this, that, and the third. They have no rights. This, that, and the, these are people that have the same, not the same. We got more, but any nuclear, anything exploding. Or, even if we got missiles to dock the shit out the air, it's still going to rain nuclear dust. Huh? You, you think piling on your car this week, huh? You think you, think you got some piling on your motherfucking car in the south? Wait till that fucking nuclear dust come. So the point I'm trying to make is, I didn't go left to go to go right. I, I went left to go left. But I feel that we as men and women, having the education we have, having the knowledge we have, and honestly the motherfucking will. Okay, you ain't fucking with no punks. This generation, we the most formidable generation in the world, in the world ever. This next generation should be better than us because of the access and technology they have. But the way they think, I am scared. Yeah. I am scared. So what are we going to do about it? How are we 
TKBS Nation. How are we going, going to define gender roles? How are we going to put things in perspective? I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earn doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite soup dumpling restaurant doubled all the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard also doubled and the best part you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it nope discover does it automatically seriously though see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match yo if you thought the mccrispy was bussing hold up bacon and ranch have entered the chat say hello to the bacon ranch mccrispy I participate in McDonald's limited time only. What does it mean to be black and unlimited? It means being exactly who you are. To be unlimited in your potential. To be unlimited in your creativity. To be unlimited in your imagination. And to be unlimited in your vision. Throughout the year, join Walmart in amplifying the voices of black brands and creators, giving them a stage to spotlight their unlimited brilliance. That's black and unlimited. Visit walmart.com slash black and unlimited to learn more. And you want to know why? Because the dream is real. I want to hear what you think. Let's start with you, Shelly. We've got to get back into the community. We can't say I'm about the community and about mentoring Facts. and not and not really doing it. And I, I mean, there, there, there are churches, there's mosques, there's Girl Scouts, there's everything. Even starting your own program, um, you know, um, my, my, my church cousin over here knows about the debutante program. That is not Absolutely. just for that is not just for the elite of the elite. That is for anybody. Um, we've got to get back into really the true meaning of self-care within your family, within Facts. education. Facts. It, it's something you've got to get back into the streets, yeah. not in technically in this street. no but you know in but, no hand to hand touch somebody talk talk to a yeah. person in their face yes we have technology Walk around your neighborhood exactly Learn. we have technology we can communicate with thousands at the push of a button but ain't nothing like you knowing your neighbors to shelly point it ain't nothing okay. like going out i go talk to larry every chance i can larry's an og i want his property by the way but at the same time i want to get some information you know what i'm saying that i can share with the nation i've talked about things i talked about with larry you know what I'm saying? So my thing is, you hit it on the head, Shelly. We don't talk no more. We are, we're not definitely talking in person. This weekend, Kendra, how did you not feel? How did you feel, Kendra? Like, you've been with me on this journey for three years. But you've been with me in some really, like, pivotal points in my journey, success-wise. But, like, when you around, you feel like you're part of the motherfucking discussion. You feel like you could do the same shit, do you not? Of course. So my thing is, like, how do you feel about how the lack of communication when you are part of a real community uh, community yourself or lack of communication in community when you're a part of a real community yourself so this is where the issue come up and i've i've said this multiple times everyone knows i i stopped corporate went back to teaching because i thought that i was going to give back to my community right when i was in that situation what i learned was some of these kids don't want to be told anything facts and the parents mm -hmm. don't want you saying nothing to their kids so mm -hmm. even when you're right and don't mean any harm to someone's child the ignorance of the adult take over facts and that's the mentality 
of the kids. Facts. And then you start seeing, oh, so that's where you got it from. Yeah. Because yep. not that I'm telling you wrong and not that I'm trying to hurt you. Yeah. It's the fact that where you come from, the mentality was broken. Facts. So until you search out on your own, I don't see how we can make it better. Because yeah. that was my whole thing. Yeah. The village, yeah. the community, that's where we came from. That's yeah. what we had. Yeah. If you was acting up around the corner, the Miss Reed gonna kick your ass. Yeah. And then call your mama at work. Yeah. And when mama get home, because she got called at work, and because Miss Reed had to whoop your ass. Another ass whooping. Another ass whooping. Yeah. No, listen, and, and, and Mike, I'm coming to you, uh, but I agree, but I think that's why last week I said we're elders. Because although we are not, when some of us, you know, hopefully many of us still have our parents, you know, I know I don't have any grandparents left. I'm sure that's going to be the case for a lot of people. Um, and then obviously when our parents go, we are in charge. But why are we waiting for that? Because we learned a lot from them. We love them with all our hearts, and and if you don't, I said su I suggest you at least find peace in those relationships. But we know better because of their efforts. We know better because we chose to do better, and that's where I'm challenging us. Because I feel to Kendra's point, that's the problem with some of these motherfucking kids. And I'm a testament. Kendra's a testament. She got a grown kid. Like these motherfuckers gonna do and try you and everybody else until they know they can't, and then they gonna change again. And it's going to change for the better if you're there. And it's not going to be good if you're not there because they might try some dumb shit again, not having a springboard, not having a motherfucker to talk to about the shit they going through, been through, going to go through. That's where I feel, Kendra, you 1,000% right because we think, and it was done to us, so I don't blame anybody our age doing it to their kids. It was done to us. You get to be 18, you got to go. Matter of fact, we was ready to go, but we wanted to go with no information. <laughs> We ain't had no information. Come on, y'all. You think we had a blueprint leaving the house at 18? I'm trying to hold Kenny and Kyle as long as I can just so they can have the yes. information. I'm trying to hold y'all. Whoever called me Uncle Kenny, call, you can ask any basketball teammate, any niece. That, they all call me, and I'm here for every phone call. I need them to be equipped. I need them to be informed. That's how we all should move. You motherfuckers rushing people to be grown is not it. Some people just ain't got it that quick. And they need a little, that's why the fuck they your kids. That's why they your niece, your nephew, your godchildren. Because they need your guidance. You been here longer than them. Y'all out here pushing these babies out into some shit. And it's a different world. I, I get our world. To Kendra Point, to Shelly Point, to Mike Point. Back in the day, you had guardrails. It was motherfuckers at each turn damn near on accident. Because people actually gave a fuck. And even if they didn't give a fuck, somebody said something that bust your head or literally bust your head and got you on the right direction. Today, oh, goddamn Tony then became a multimillionaire because he's stupid. Cause he do stupid shit. Yep. Tony's a fucking idiot, but Tony's a millionaire. And how you gonna tell your kid when they know a millionaire who's fucking stupid not to be stupid? But that's our roles. Those are our gender roles. We have a job to do. Black women, there is no spirit whisperer like you. Not one. It doesn't exist. It does not exist. 
So if you are not owning your superpower and you out here talking about killing your motherfucking significant other instead of taking control of your relationship, that's the wrong thing to do. I get, I get frustration. And we can have songs about frustration. But you ever had 25 more about love and how you want it? Because guess what people going to do? They keep talking about killing their significant other and somebody going to motherfucking die. You motherfucking rappers. Y'all motherfuckers out here, I don't even understand how you are making money selling death the way you do. Unbelievable. But guess what? They don't got to lynch your motherfucking ass no more because you're going to lynch your motherfucking self. You're going to take your own, you're going to take the worst of the worst out anyway. They're going to do it for us. They, they don't give you grace like we give you grace. You know the fuck they is. This is my problem. And you talk about music and, and I swear, I, we just, we're just the same because you got these rappers out here that are sized. Oh, you hear that beat? Size means excited. You hear that old school in there? Yeah, y'all know that track. But did you listen to the actual words that came from that track that you borrowed? Yeah, used, give me the beat you talking about. I mean, you got songs. Let's see. Uh, take uh, <clears throat> Big Big D Energy. Yeah, bitch, I could be a fantasy. I can tell you got Big D Energy. Big Dick you know, Energy. I, that that my girl. That my girl. I know I'm saying it's my girl. Like I agree with what she's saying in this song, but that's exactly right. She took fantasy from a ride carry that went a little something like this. Yeah, so you got that version, right? And then you got goddamn uh, the version today. And I understand, ladies, you know what I'm saying? Because we know Coco. She, what'd you say, Coco? You, you, you like what? Big dick energy. Okay, yeah, round of applause for you telling the truth. Yeah, your shit out. Yeah. 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 Or medium dick, they know how to move. Uh, so, but I'm saying all that to say. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen, is like, they take, you know, Shelly, you're right, they, they, they just take the stuff, don't know where it came from. You know, first and foremost, then they act like it's just everything got to be sex. It, listen, if it ain't guns, we just talked about the gun. It's sex. And you're right. I'm glad you picked Big Dick Energy. You know what I mean? I get it. You know, I, I never, I ain't know. I walked into the club one day and a young girl said, you got BDE. I said, what the fuck is it? I, I don't, there's something on my lip. I thought, I thought something grew on my face. So I, I said, what is a BDE? And she said, you got Big Dick Energy. I said, let me go get this mic. I'll be back. But the point I'm trying to make is like everything is over sexualized. And I love Big Lotto too, by the way. She could wrap her face off for real, for real. But I, you know, but it's just, it's just what they feel like. I don't see her no more in regular clothes. All I see is cleavage in that. I mean, if you cut on the TV, and I ain't gonna lie, seeing, what's my girl, Young Miami, she give me, you know, she remind me of my first strip club experience. Okay, her name was Strawberry, and she just had this way about it, you know what I'm saying? It was very commanding, and she put that shit on. Like, I, I'm with you, Young Miami, I'm a fan. And it's, but it's, you it's. Was at, you was at, at Macombo's? No, nah, well, Macombo, baby. I ain't, I ain't get the real strip club uh, experience. Actually, I, I got a Macombo story about it. This shit. Slapped the titties together, Bumbles. milk came out, so I never went back. But my first real live strip club experience <laughs> was, it was goddamn Club Nicky's. And it was either between Nicky's or Gentleman's Club in Atlanta before. I'm talking about Magic City was yeah, part of the rotation, but that was, and it was a, a stripper named Strawberry. If y'all know Strawberry, tell her I said hello. This, the, the, the Victoria's Secret stra strawberry lotion it changed. Yeah. You feel, you remember that? 
Ooh, it was sick. No, I remember the story. Okay, great. There we go. Shoot me in the fingertip. Um, so, moral of the story is it's too much fucking sex. We can't even have no fantasy out here and think about some shit in our minds because it's all it's on songs. There's no mystique about nothing no more. Ladies, you know, I was in the, me and Tiffany, where was we? We was in the goddamn train at Hartsfield and the girl standing in front of me and I seen she had the, the stereotype body type, you know, the new body type. It was put together for show, but I said, I'm wondering if it's hers. I'm gonna wait till she walk out so I can look at her ass. I told my wife what I was gonna do. Everything was accepted and approved. She walked out. <laughs> I said, baby, is that her ass? She said, hell no. I said, you right, it look like everybody's ass. So the point I'm trying to make, ain't no originality and nothing. All you going on is the shit they are using you for to sell. Huh? And we know sex is one. We know violence is the other. What else we offer as a culture? Hello? Feel free. What else we offer? Now we know we offer more, that's a, that's a loaded question. But what what do we see all the time, every time? Sex, Sex and violence. And, but what it's are we same. doing about it? Cor- I, I'm corruption. telling- Corruption. Corruption. I'm telling my kids, y'all, you can't do that. And I'm not fucking stopping. I don't give a fuck if they 59. Yeah. And I'm on a fucking 59. I might have a can. <laughs> Whatever the point. Don't put that on you. Don't put that. On. I, I'm just gonna be around talking my shit. Is what I'm trying to say. I'm gonna be a parent. I'm still gonna be a parent. Yeah. Till I can't breathe. You gotta be the blueprint. You gotta be the blueprint, man. And and that's what it is now with these gender roles. It's like for me, I'm making sure that I'm the blueprint. They are gonna see me do certain things because still as a man, you have to do certain things. I'm I'm all inclusive when it comes to making sure the family wins Facts. as far as the mother and father is concerned. But there's certain things that you, you know, I got to kill the bugs. You know, I got to get out there and change that spare tire. Wait, did you just say kill the bugs? Wife pump gas. Did you just say kill the bugs? Kill the bugs, man. I'm the bug killer, man. Okay. (laughs) So, so I can't let my wife pump gas. You know what I'm saying? Certain things, and and my boys got to see that. My daughter has to see that. Her expectations. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you, certain things you got to do. You know, and as men, you got to create. Value. Yeah. When you're a man, you feel like you got to build some shit. You got to create some shit. That's gonna give you self worth. And then, as far as women are concerned, they gotta feel like you know, okay, I create things. Yeah. That's what women do. A man can't create a damn human. Hello. He can help, but he can't create that human. Women can. Yeah. So out of that, you know, as far as I'm concerned, for me, because I'm motivated by getting getting the good good. So I need to do whatever I need to do to make sure I get the good. <laughs> what, 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 what? So I make sure I can't ask. I can't ask my wife to, you know, what I'm saying, put her put her knees behind her ears and cooking and cooking hey, all day. I yo. gotta share that. I gotta share that. Put her. I have to share it. That way head. she's not tired, and I'm, you know, able to do what I need. To do. Look yeah. at Kendra. You Kendra's horny as a motherfucker. All right, Kendra. <laughs> Sex. Nah, but it's real though. No, it's facts. like, you know, you gotta take some of the take some of other work and the other You know what I'm saying? All for the other person so that y'all can live. Yeah. No, listen. And and the one thing, you know, you quitters need to uh realize. Um, I'm talking about the people that quit, not the people that got to go. You can, sometimes you got to go, okay? Sometimes you got to get the fuck on. Your sanity and your happiness is tired to getting on. And I'm with you. But to you quitters out there, um, why'd you get into it from the get-go? You know what I mean? And I'm talking to the quitters. Now, nobody out there, don't take this the wrong way. I'm not talking to the people that got to go because some things, some people grow apart. 
you grow apart and it's part of life but till you quit us so how do you determine the difference well i think the difference is you can't fix it but i don't understand i don't think people appreciate the value of fixing it or even try or trying it because it's easy it's so easy to leave it's very easy to leave and is it though yeah because easy meaning like it's a function you know what i mean if you if you don't if you're getting to the point where you hate somebody it's easy to leave when you're frustrated at everything they say and do it's easy to leave if you're not leaving it's because you're tied to it in some way where you're uncomfortable without them meaning majority of the time finances but other than that like it's not hard if you had your own money you get the fuck on it wouldn't be two seconds of a thought if you didn't like a motherfucker bye bye i see you later yeah <laughs> like you know what i'm saying but i think if you if you want to fix something and then and then i want to i want to say this again as i was going to say before kendra asked me that question you know you're not getting any younger ladies and gentlemen all right and <clears throat> there's people in this world if you're in a relationship and have been in one a long time that know you better than anybody have seen you at every point of your growth every part of your growth and yeah it might be exciting because you're doing something new it might be exciting because you differently moving and you got different relationships and you think life is different it's not gonna be different not gonna be different at all you might have more money more relationships but you are who you are and that person they knows that they they don't they knew the person that became this person they knew the person that you know you've always wanted to be because they saw you first before anybody else saw you they saw you so I just want people to try a little harder because the one thing I'm learning and the more this nation grows and these authentic uh, you know, relationships blossom, even outside of my personal connection, seeing other people and how they're connecting and the fruit that is coming from that. That's why I posted what I posted yesterday. I was in my feelings when I woke up. I was just like, damn. You know, we all out at the distillery. I'm about to walk everybody over to the family tasting room. And I'm like, I'm brick one. I'm brick one. And because of my brick, somebody in this group gonna have a motherfucking brick to build their own version of their success and their legacy. They gonna have new relationships and things they never would have had without this community. Y'all ain't leaving me. I'm not leaving y'all. Cause we understand the value of building. And that's the point of the conversation. The point of the conversation is that what you can't get through, motherfucker not dead, and gone what you can't get through what can't you fix now if you really don't like a motherfucker you gotta get the fuck on I'm not talking about you know what I mean actually like you fucking you actually like somebody and you care about them you want them to be good well you might want to reconsider your your thought process because that's what I had to change my thought process don't let that go over your heads um <laughs> All right, as we uh, wrap up episode 25, Gender Roles, I want to send it around the table and um, ask you, what is your wish for this generation? And I'll start with you, Coco. My wish for this generation is that they'll start listening to the OGs, the elders, and listen from their heart. Mm. Because we're not going to tell you something that'll do you harm. We're telling you from experience and you have to listen. Have to. I really want, I really, really, really want that. Um, and I also want us to, our community to stop falling for the okie doke because this was their whole plan. 
as a community. Facts. And so far, from the looks of it, they're being very successful. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And 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 Michelangelo, I mean you're a father, you know, talking to your daughter, you know what I mean, specifically. What would you tell her? Tell her don't get anybody that don't do what I wouldn't do for you. Mm, exactly. And that's at any level. And that's at any age. I don't care what it is. You know, you see what I do for you, get that or, or more yeah. from that next person. Yeah. Amen. And Shelly B, you're a strong black woman. You come from great stock. How valuable has that stock been? And what would you encourage young Shelly B to do today in this world? Learn to love yourself mm. regardless of what they say. Right. Understand your culture regardless of what they do. Mm. Shouldn't me. I'm full in my spirit. I don't know about you, mother suckers. You know what I'm saying? Would you better get you some friends like the nation, huh? Um, yeah. I am I am thankful, man. Like and I, and I would tell and I'm going to give one to the, the young men and the young women. But I would tell the young women, as far as gender roles are concerned, embrace your superpower. If that happens to be because you're a woman, that makes you more special. It makes you more special. You can do something a man cannot, and that's enough. For the men, I just want you to understand real leadership. Real leadership is by example. Not about talking in this braggadocious culture that we, our generation included, have you know, bestowed upon you. It's not about the things. It's about the thing, you, what's inside of you and what you can do with that superpower and how you can lead and provide for your family and your, and your legacy. Ladies and gentlemen, let's not forget about our legacies. Today we are here for a short time, but this family of ours, these these friendships, your actual last name and your seeds will go on in life and spread messages that you are a part of or that you might even have created. And you have to own that, y'all. We can't just sit here and act like this wasn't passed down to us, like there weren't things done so we can exist in the way that we do. So I encourage you, um, I challenge you to be uncomfortable and rise above the fray because we got a lot of noise we have a lot of noise in the way, and I'm here for you, and this is why we're having these TKBS Nation conversations. And this is the Kenny Burns Show, and when we leave you, we like to tell you something that you can take on your journey. We want you to tattoo it on your face. We want you to tattoo it on your back, your arm, your nipples. We want you to just be happy and know that these four words, yes, Kendra, don't look at me like that. I eat your face, ask your mom. She got her ear bit off this weekend. But you can take these four words and you go into life and be a better human. And we're going to say it on the count of three. I'm going to say the, just so y'all can get on your time. Okay? All right. One, two, three. The dream is real. You know, Kendra, you take this, Kendra. Okay, because you just did, you did it. You slowed down on purpose. And I love you. I love y'all. Peace. Do what I want. Touch yourself. You know you're going to do what you want. The, 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 the dream is real.